Yeah, it's your boy Ray Ray on the mic. Let's go. What's going on, leaders? It's your boy Ray White from On the Mic with Ray White, and I'm here to bring you all belonging by design, giving you quick tips to help you become a belonging inclusive leader for you and your organization. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the 10 maxims that you could think about and utilize for you to be an inclusive leader for yourself and for your team and your organizations. Let's get into it. 10 maxims I want to give to you all for you and your inclusive leadership. Let's just dive right into it. First one being listen to understand, not to respond. You want to encourage open communication and be an active listener to for all the diverse perspectives within your teams and organizations without judgment. It's really hard to do because as a human nature, we want to be able to respond to things whenever we hear something. But if we're able to take a step back and listen first to understand their perspectives, where they're coming from, where they are in the world, our response can then be tailored to specifically to their needs, not to what we need. So first maximum to be able to listen actively, be an active listener, so listen to understand and not to respond. The second one is to walk in their shoes before making a decision. We need to understand their feelings, the people's, the teams, the, the work, people that we're working with, understand their feelings and their experiences when it comes to the decisions that we make, because what we may be doing could deeply impact them. <laughs> and if we don't have a sense to stop and recognize and understand how our decisions can impact them, we can cause unintentional harm in a way that we may not even see and understand. So we try to walk in their shoes. We try to understand where they're coming from and how our decisions can impact them. It can help create that empathy within our decision making. So cultivate empathy through walking in the shoes of others before we make the decisions. The third one I want to share with you all is diversity is inviting people to the party and inclusion is being able to ask them to dance. And I want to add belonging means that they can dance however they want to dance, <laughs> right? If we are creating a space where we are inviting people, asking them to dance and let them dance how they want to dance, we can create that environment that celebrates diversity, differences, the values that people bring and show that their value and who they are is needed in this space. So invite them to dance let them dance, and we all could dance together. And that's one way we could promote diversity and inclusion as a maximum within our workspace. The fourth one, as we lead by example, is to model the behavior of what you wish to see in others. I know how hard it could be to have high expectations for other people to act a certain way, to be a certain way, to think a certain way. But if you're not a person that is thinking that similar thing, then it becomes hard for others to see what that means and what that looks like. So if you are the model, if you are the one that is practicing inclusivity, that's practicing empathy, that's practicing shared decision making, it shows as a way for other people to see what that looks like for themselves too, and then they can practice it for themselves as well. So demonstrate that inclusive and empathetic behavior by showing it through your actions and set the standard for other people to follow as well. So model the behavior that you wish other people to see. The fifth one is we is greater than me <laughs> oh how hard is it to do work and do activities that you are thinking of others before you're thinking of yourself right and i know that can, that could be really difficult when it comes to survival and making sure that you are taken care of in this space 
what this maximum shows is that we can foster a collaborative culture and a collaborative space where everybody's working together and thinking about one another within the decisions and activities that are happening. So if we can take a step into and say, hey, I see you, I see your strengths, I see you, who you are, and we want that as a part of this work effort and what you bring to the table is very valuable and very practical. Let's invite that. Like, let's bring that into this work because it's going to only enhance what we're currently doing within the space. So think of things, think of your work, think of the actions and decisions that you have from a greater perspective of showing that collaborative effort more than just you trying to execute and do all the things and be all the things. Because if you do that, you're going to burn yourself out and people won't buy in and they'll leave and they bounce because they won't see the, that they are valued within the space. So we is greater than me to encourage a collaboration as a maximum for you to practice. Number six, feedback is a gift. Handle it with care. I know how hard it is to give feedback and receive feedback, but feedback can be one of those amazing indicators just to help ensure that you are on the right path and you're guiding people to go towards the right path when it comes to executing the goals that you desire. So delivering that feedback in a very constructive way that is supportive, that is supportive. Because <laughs> sometimes we give critique and critical feedback that is not supportive. That's like, yo, I ain't like the way your breast smell, which I mean, some people need that. But <laughs> we need to be able to deliver constructive and supportive feedback that helps foster growth and delivers uh, towards their development rather than just criticizing their identity and criticizing their their work we need to be able to speak that uplift people not just tears up now feedback is a gift handle it with care as you provide constructive feedback to your teams to help foster this inclusive workspace number seven of these 10 maxims that we're going to talk about to be help you become an inclusive leader celebrate the success of each individual for it contributes to the success as a whole. Acknowledge and appreciate all the folks that are contributing to the work that is happening to make to your end goal. Each team member brings a specific type of gift and talent and skill set that is helping reach the organizational KPIs and the strategies that you are accomplishing. So take a moment to, to acknowledge that and celebrate that because that one team, one dream, right? And it creates that culture of recognition where people feel that they belong and feel like they could be recognized because of their contributions to the workspace. So celebrate the success of the individuals within your team and, and ask what, how do they want to be celebrated? Because it contributes to the greatest success as a whole. Number eight, include before deciding, involve before implementing. If you want to have buy-in, if you want to see people see themselves in the work, if you want to ensure that you are thinking of other perspectives, identities, and aspects outside of just your own little bubble and own little silo, you need to make sure that those voices are heard or sat at the table and involved and have ownership in the decision-making process because where it helps allow shared ownership and responsibility to make sure that the work gets done. So if you are this including the people in the decisions and involving them in the implementation process, everybody will be able to be fully active in ensuring the success of your initiative. Number nine, a learning organization is an inclusive organization. Encourage the culture of continuous learning. 
we are being human beings and we will never arrive to the perfection that we think that we can reach in our heads, right? But if we take the mindset of being continuous learners and constantly seeing things in the in the world as an opportunity to help develop our own mindset, we're able to then know that we can grow, adapt, and change the people that we need to be. That type of understanding can be fostered across the organization, across the teams, to show that we are constantly working in progress, but that learning can help us grow and adapt to change, embrace it in a, in a positive way. So we are continuing to practice being a learning type of people in a learning type of organization. It can show in the way that we invite new ideas and new perspectives to shape the goals and shape the way that we approach our goals to the success that we have. So a learning organization is an inclusive organization. And number 10, the 10th maxim that you need to embody as an inclusive leader. A safe space allows for vulnerability and authenticity. If we establish an environment where team members feel safe, where they feel like they belong, where they can express their true authentic selves as they want to, they'll be able to share the thoughts and concerns that can really guide the growth of your organization and team. And then if we embody the last maxim of becoming a continuous learning organization, we can then learn where we can shape, change, adapt, shift, guide, completely decimate because it is not providing that safe space and belonging space for people to show up as their authentic selves if they want to. So if we allow that, if we are the people that takes takes the time to slow down, to understand, to see people for who they are and encourage them to speak up and not have any repercussions if they share their thoughts and minds in a respectful way, right? If they if they respectfully articulate ways in which that they could see change or just show up as their true selves, we will continue to invite that level of feedback and that level of buy-in for our team members to be who they are and retain and, and continue to stay on our teams because they feel like they can see themselves within the work. So those are the 10 maxims of an inclusive leader that I would love for you all to embody. And I want you to tell me which one resonates with you. Uh, I also have a quick sheet guide of these maxims as well that you can get by clicking a link in the show notes. So if you were a visual person like me, you want to see them, right? <laughs> I'll provide that in the show notes. But I would love for y'all to tell me which ones that you are, are leveraging within your leadership to create that inclusive community where every identity belongs and thrives. And if you would love some help and a trusted advisor to guide you to create this inclusive culture and, and help build up your inclusive leadership, I would love to have talk with you all as well. You can click the link below to schedule a call with me and we can talk about what does it take to help be that inclusive leader where you see it in your leadership and your staff see it in your leadership too within the work that you're doing. All right. Continue to share your story with others. Continue to create those belonging workplace cultures. I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Peace.